Welcome to the Behind Their Business Podcast, the show that's peeling back the curtain and showing what's actually happening behind the scenes of running a business. I'm your host, Steph Blake, and each week you'll hear from women at all levels of business who are showcasing their stories of struggle and triumph as they juggle business ownership with day-to-day life. Join us to hear inspiring stories and strategies for starting and growing your own business. Hey everybody, Steph Blake here, and I am so glad that you are here for this week's episode. As usual, it is going to be amazing, so you are in for a treat. But before we dive into that episode, I want you to join our private and 100% free and supportive community for business owners to connect in called the Confident CEO Community. So if you have not joined us yet, here is your invitation to come and join us. Each week I also do a live training to share my best tips and tricks for scaling an online business the easy way. We talk about strategy, team building, mindset, tools, automation, and everything in between to help you confidently step into the CEO role in your business. So you can go to confidentceocommunity.com to join us today. And now let's dive in to this discussion with our incredible guest. Welcome back to the Behind Their Business podcast, or if this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking to our guest about the truth about managing life and relationships and having to say no to a lot in order to maintain a successful work-life balance. And I don't know if there is true balance in life and working, but we're going to dive into it a little bit in this episode. But in her business, our guest empowers entrepreneurs to build and grow with success to become better leaders in their field through mastering mindset and action towards their goals, which I love. So Please welcome to the show, Garen Dem. Garen, I am so glad that you are here today. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And this is such an important topic to talk about that nobody really dives into. Yes, yes, yes. I completely agree because, I mean, I know we're going to get into this, but just off the top of my head, when I was in my business, especially in the beginning stages, when I was building my business all those years ago, I would have to tell my friends, no, I can't go out to dinner with you. I have to work or I can't go to the bar over the weekend. I have so much work that I have to do because I was in my nine to five at the same time. So I know there's a lot of people who are really excited to listen to this topic, but I'm getting ahead of myself before we dive in. Let's talk a little bit about you. Tell us about your journey. Um, just anything that you think is pertinent to your life, your business and this topic. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. So uh, my name is Garen Dem, and I am a business leadership coach and I um, have worked in, in corporate for many, many years. And through that, I did realize there wasn't a lot of work-life balance. A lot of people didn't know how to manage, how to do things right. They were diving deep into their business to a certain degree, but yet didn't have um, a proper relationship with their teams or a proper relationship with people outside of work. And a lot of that has to do with mindset and becoming the best version of yourself and becoming a good leader when you are in your business. So as I um, got into that, I was doing a lot of training and development and it then created this business for me to be a business coach and to be a leadership coach. And I work with clients one-on-one. And this is one of the topics that we talk about quite often is how to maintain that 
work-life balance, so to speak, and how to be able to have your successful business and reach those six figures success that everybody wants to, but yet still go to that bar uh, over the weekend. Right. Absolutely. So can you just give us an idea of how long were you working in corporate doing the, all of these different things, um, trainings and leaderships and all that. And then how long have you had your business? So I was in, um, a lot of it was in the beginnings was retail and I got into corporate, um, corporate I've been doing for about 10 years or so, or I had been doing it for 10 years. Um, and within those 10 years, maybe about five or six years, I was doing training and development. And then these past, um, two to three years, I have had my own business. Great. So what made you decide like the corporate life isn't for me anymore? I want to do this on my own. What was the catalyst for that for you? Um, Well, it was one thing was that I love um, working for myself and doing things. Who doesn't, right? Right. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to like I felt that within corporate and nothing's wrong with corporate and nothing is wrong with having a nine to five. You need to do it. Like it, it, it's, be, it's best for certain people. Um, but for me personally, I didn't want to work so much for someone else and not work that hard for my own self and to have my own success. Um, so when I did see that I was able to be successful within training and development, and it was more of a side project and realized that I can do it for myself and be able to Um, help my elderly parents or be able to spend more time with my nieces and nephews and be able to travel besides this crazy world that we're living in. And we can't really travel, but um, to be able to do all of those things, that was what really turned me around and said, okay, I need to do and be selfish and do something for me. No, I love that. Um, were you, I can't, I don't know if you mentioned this or not. Were you working in your nine to five while you're building your business? I know you said side hustle. Okay. So how long are you doing that for? Um, I, about three or four years that I was, you know, doing the nine to five, because like I said before, we need to do what we need to do. Um, and we need to live our life. And I was doing that and I didn't really think of it as making it a full-time business. I was just doing it. Um, on the side for myself. Um, I had mentioned that about five or six years, I was getting into training and development and it was with my nine to five, but then I was doing it on my own for about three or four years until I said, wait a minute, I can do this full time. Mm -hmm, For sure. And one thing, because I was also growing, I was in my nine to five for about three years while I was running my business on the side. And I'm so glad that I did this. I don't know about you, but, um, A lot of people, they kind of look down upon a nine to five job, but that nine to five job allowed me to grow my business. I was literally pulling money from my nine to five job to fund this new venture that I had because I didn't have a massive savings account. I didn't, I didn't have anybody helping me. Like I I did it all on my own. Right. Right. And I hate that when people knock down a nine to five. There's no reason to knock down a nine to five or somebody having a second job or so on and so forth, or doing things to have multiple streams of income. Like you said, not everybody is, is blessed enough to have um, an inheritance or a trust fund or uh, was financially savvy to have as a, at a younger age to have a savings account and so forth. So not knocking a nine to five, absolutely, if it is needed, 
definitely highly suggest, or even another part-time job while you're building your business. Nothing wrong with that. And I highly recommend it if needed. Yes, I completely agree because it also allows you to be so much less stressed, right? Because (laughs) building a business, it's stressful, especially in the beginning stages when you have no idea what you're doing and you're just basically guessing the entire time. You want to know that you can pay your bills, right? Like you, you don't want to have the entire world, like have your mortgage, have your house literally living on your shoulders while you're trying to build this new thing. That's not going to work for anybody, right? And you're going to come from a right. place of lack. You're going to become really desperate. And that's the last thing that you want when you're growing your business. Absolutely. You have to put your best foot forward within your business. And in order to do that, those stresses need to go away. And money stress and financial stress is one of the biggest ones for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Oh yeah. I mean, I think it probably is the biggest one, right? That's what, that's what people think about. Um, I mean, we could get into a whole like spiritual conversation about, but we won't, we won't won't go down that road right now. Um, but I will say in the beginning stages, I had no idea about any of that. I do now, but that's a different topic. But anyway, can you, um, let's dive into the topic a little bit. So can you think of a specific time in your life where you had to say no, to something that you really wanted to do, but you know, you knew that your business had to come first or was it maybe not one specific time, but maybe it was like a kind of, like I mentioned before, like not being able to go out on weekends with friends. Is there anything that comes to mind to you? Um, Yeah, it was a lot of the after work happy hours. Um, I, um, um, where I live um, in Los Angeles, I would work downtown um, and it would, the commute is, terrible in Los Angeles. And so it would take me about 40 to, to one hour, 40 minutes to one hour to get home. Um, and then on top of it, if you add a um, happy hour to that, um, it would take you longer to get home. So as much as you wanted to have that camaraderie, or I wanted to have that camaraderie with um, my coworkers and go to these happy hours. And trust me, I did go to plenty of them. Um, but there were times where I was just like, you know what? I can't do it by the time um, who knows what time we would finish. And then by the time I got home and then, you know, you want to also work out or spend time with family and do all of these things. Your, your night is completely shot. So a lot of those times I had to say no and get myself home um, and try and be productive on the way home. Like if I was driving, I would like listening to podcasts or, whatever it may be, or if I was taking um, public transportation and try and do things um, on my phone um, to, in order to then go and do do with stuff for my business. Um, So it was a lot of that. It was a lot of happy hours that I had missed. And to be honest, now I don't feel like I missed anything at the end of the day. I am nodding my head furiously over here because my life, it was basically the same thing because it took me about an hour to get to my job while I was in Chicago. So also notorious for terrible traffic. Um, But yeah, I was the same way. I was always listening to things on my ride, whether it was a podcast or if I bought a course, I would literally listen to that like while I was driving. Um, But yes, I had some of my best moments in my car while I was driving, like my biggest breakthroughs and aha moments, maybe because I wasn't sitting in front of a screen, but, um, but yes, I had to give up a lot of those happy hours too. So if if you're, if 
you're listening to this right now and you're at this place in your business where you're thinking, oh, but I really just want to go to brunch with my friends on Saturday, or I really want to have a girl's night out. Sure, you can do that. But also, I want you to think about the long term for your life, too. In the grand scheme of things, that brunch, it's not going to matter, right? Like, right. It's, it's not a huge deal. Yeah. But this life, this dream business that you can be creating. I know right. you mentioned that um, very briefly, but I mean, it's completely worth it to me. I don't know about you. I'm assuming it is. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and I'm not the type, like I, I understand that we need to hustle, especially in the beginning stages of a business. I'm still hustling, even though I'm approaching year three in my own business. And I do have to spend long days and nights sometimes. Um, however, well, I'm not saying never go out to those brunches or never go out to those those nights with your friends, but you do have to understand that if you do want this dream that we all do, um, it is going to take some blood, sweat, and tears, as they say. And we do have to understand that we do have to put a lot of work in and have those rest days as well. It's all about prioritization, right? Yeah. Prioritizing work, yourself, your relationships, all of it, right? Of course. Yeah. And it's a fine line that we have to balance, which leads me to the next thing that I want to talk about is, yes. do you believe that balance is truly possible to have? Oh, well, um, that is that that is a tough question because um, sometimes, especially when let's talk about romantic relationships. When we get into a new romantic relationship, you want to spend so much time with that person that you unconsciously leave things on the table, such as your work or such as doing other things that you need to do. Um, oh my gosh. You, I remember the beginning stages with my husband. We could yeah. not get enough of each other. Yeah. Which is amazing, which is an amazing feeling. Um, however, you know, you might be like, oh, I'll create that content later or, oh, I can do it. You know, I'll get back to that person or I'll write that email later. What's one more thing? But then all of those things pile up. So it's very interesting um, how we like you said before that we have to prioritize it. So there are some moments where that balance doesn't exist we have to force that balance to exist. We have to set those boundaries and say, you know what? I would love to go to dinner and a movie with you, but how about let's just do dinner and then go back to what you need to go back to. Because ultimately, and you know, especially in the beginning of a relationship, um, you would love them to be your forever boo, right? But who knows? You, have, you are your forever. So, you know, you have to t- take care of, your own self and make yourself a priority. And that's where that mindset comes in, where you have to love yourself, love yourself enough to set those boundaries and learn to say no to certain things and that, and then create that balance for yourself. And if it, and for me, I have to organize my day. Everything is on a calendar for me. Um, even yeah, working same. out and it, it's same. crazy. And some people might call me OCD maybe, but even working out, um, and going to certain things and I have to balance that. I can't do so many things in one day because this takes priority for me. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And I have been the person who would 
do everything in a day. I would be working 16 hour days. I would be going to the gym. I would be frying my brain with Netflix, you know, like I would try to do it all. And it took me a long time, honestly, probably not until about year five into my business, which is a long time to do things like that. But it took me that long to realize that I needed to have some separation, right? Yes. I couldn't do it all. I couldn't be the mom. I couldn't be the wife. I couldn't be the CEO of my company that I had built. Like I, I literally could not do it all. And now my days are so much different. I don't know about you if you want to share what it looks like today, but for me, like I, I only work five to 10 hours a week now. I have so much freedom and flexibility in my schedule. But again, I had to prioritize that. I had to make that possible. I could still be working 16 hour days if I really wanted to, but I don't want that anymore. Right. Because that's exhausting. It is absolutely exhausting and overwhelming. And yes, um, Yes, I would wake up overwhelmed every single morning. It's daunting. It is is absolutely daunting. And um, I do this great analogy with people that when you picture the top of a mountain, when you picture that top of the mountain, it's exhausting, it's overwhelming, it's daunting. But if you just look one step forward and take things one step at a time, you will eventually get to that top of that mountain. And for some people, yes, you know, especially if you have a nine to five, like we said before, and you are working 10 hour days because you have to in the beginning stages, it's okay, it's one step at a time. But eventually you will get to these 10 hour weeks, which is amazing and have that balance. But we have to turn around and create those boundaries and say no to certain things to then get to those 10 hour weeks. Right. There's been a lot that I've had to say no to in my business too. I know we haven't really talked about this. We've been more focused on the life side, but on the business side too, I had to literally redo my entire business structure in order to get to this point. Like it it was not possible for the way that I was operating before. Right. So do you want to speak about that a little bit? Just um, Uh, uh, business operation. Dive into that if you want, but just more about balancing your business too, because yes, we have priorities in life and we talked about that. So do you want to dive into that a little bit? Oh, yes. Um, With prioritizing, like with balancing that business, um, we can spend a lot of time doing busy work instead of income producing work. And I think that is where the balance needs to lie a little bit. Um, The busy work, what I mean is it's very easy to create content Um, Or it's very easy to go on social media and do these fun things. um, Update your website for the 37th time. Right. Or the website and and things like that. Um, Whatever it may be. And those are, those are great things um, for your business, but they, they kind of are busy work. Um, What we need to focus on is income producing work. And that could be a a variety of things for different, uh, businesses and different people. Um, but for me in my business, it is for me to network. It is for me to follow up with the, with my uh, potential clients or clients and, and, and sell and do the things that I need to do. So that is the balance there where majority of my time in my business needs to be income producing work. Yes, and in that way, um, I can then possibly outsource all that those fun things and then I'm be like all right there's my 10 hour week at the end of the day because I just focus on what I need to focus on 
what I want to do is to help people and help people succeed in their business. So yeah. all that other stuff, you know, is, is where that balance I, like you have to find and have to organize in that way. Yeah, I fully agree with this. And when you first said that I was looking around because I used to have a post-it on my desk. Oh, okay. said, are you being busy or are you being productive? Oh, that's a great one. Yes. Yeah. So put that on a post-it, put it on your computer if you need to, because I fell into that trap for many, many years. And right. I, I mean, I guess in hindsight, I'm glad that I did do those things because now I know a lot of different things in the online space. I know how to do like all of the different systems, all the productivity, like literally all of that and all the different tools and all of that. But now I lost so much of my life because I did that too. And I think that's something that people don't really think about. They're not thinking about the things that they could be spending their time doing. Instead, they're just so laser focused on just working for the sake of working. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I think that is amazing. I'm going to repeat it. Are you being busy or are you being productive? Um, And to be honest, you know, yes, we want aesthetically pleasing things on social media or our website or anything. But at the end of the day, if you cannot provide what you absolutely need to provide to your clients or for your business, that those aesthetically pleasing things don't matter at the end of the day. I'm kind of mean to my clients and I tell them nobody cares. Nobody cares about your pretty Instagram feed. Nobody cares about your pretty website. No, they don't. They don't care about it. And they're like, oh, like, well, I say it like it is. (laughs) Because it's a lot of fluff. And to be completely honest, a lot of people are doing it nowadays. A lot of people are saying the same things, but how can you help your client and have those income producing things to show them that you're helping, helping them at the end of the day? Yep, exactly. Exactly. All about, I call them income producing activities, IPAs, but um, yeah, exactly. It's all about doing the things that generate the income in your business. And once you realize what those are, you will likely be working about 10 hours a week. Like I, because there's not a lot of stuff for me to do to generate income. I think that just made me think I heard this on a podcast at some point where is it 90, 10, is that what it is? Like 10% of the activities that you do make up 90% of your revenue or something along those lines? Have oh, you heard I've that heard before? that too. I've, I've heard that as well. And I, and I think your numbers are correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it, and that's why it, it's those IPAs that we need it, that we need to do majority of our day is those IPAs. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I'm going to repeat it. It's income producing activities and not, uh, alcohol. So, oh yeah, <laughs> we're not talking about the beer, although that is also yeah. delicious. So if you like an IPA, <laughs> go for it because I love IPAs yeah. too. All kinds of IPAs. Yes. Um, so I have one more question for you before we wrap up. So I want to talk a little bit about the different seasons of life in your business and how balance pertains to that. So I know we were talking before about how the beginning stage is really busy, but I don't, I don't know if I asked you this before, but do you have children? Do you have a family that you have to take care of as well? Or is it just you? Um, it is just me. However, I do have elderly parents. So, um, a lot of my time is there and, um, I do have nieces and nephews that I try and spend as much time as possible with. Um, unfortunately my, um, nephews live, um, in a different country. So I try and travel to see them. And I literally just got back yesterday from spending a month with them. Wow. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Um, And that's the thing, like I'm able to work 
on my computer anywhere in the world. So it's great. Um, so that, that is great. But um, do you want to yeah. speak? I mean, having elderly parents take, take care of that's a full-time job, right? So, yeah. or it could um, be, do you want to speak to that? Um, yeah, it is. It, it, uh, they are independent enough um, that they don't need me on the daily, which is great. Um, but, you know, taking them to appointments or making sure that everything is okay and making sure that they're, um, paperwork is okay. Or sometimes, you know, their Netflix doesn't work and they have to call me and I have to, you know, make sure that their Netflix is working and, and stuff like that. Um, that definitely takes time, um, away from my business, but sometimes I have to turn around without feeling that guilt to say, wait a minute, I have an, I have a client meeting coming up or I have something to do. Let me get back to you. Is this urgent or not? And let me get back to you later. So it's it it was a lot of guilt that I had to release in order to do to do that. But I had to learn that my business and myself was that priority. I love that you mentioned the guilt thing too, because yeah. that is it's huge, 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 huge. When my son was first born, I felt guilt nonstop. And every yeah. once in a while it'll come up when I'm doing, for example, a podcast interview like this instead of playing with his cars with him. But I also know, and I mean, I'm sure it's the same thing for you too, that we're doing this for them. We're doing this so that everybody can have a better life. So you can be there for your parents right? basically whenever they need you. So my son can grow up to see me running this. Well, at that point, it'll be a seven figure empire, um, multiple seven figure empire. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, if you are feeling that guilt, just know that it's normal and it is possible to overcome it. It will take a little bit of deep inner work, a lot of journaling, but you will get through it and just think about the bigger picture when, and whenever it comes up. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, um, like you said, it was in order for me to help them. Like when I'm taking my parents to an appointment in the middle of the afternoon on, on a random day, um, I don't think I would have been able to do this when I'm working a nine to five and I'm not knocking nine to fives again, but, um, it, I wouldn't have been able to do any, a lot of the things that I'm doing for my family, or I wouldn't have been able to go a month to see my nephews, um, which I'm extremely happy to do. And I'm missing them terribly, but I wouldn't have been able to do a lot of these things. So it is a, a blessing in disguise. Oh, absolutely. But also keep in mind, you have to pat yourself on the back because you created this life for yourself too, right? Not everybody is going out of their way and working in their business for multiple years to create this life because it's not easy, but the payoff, the reward is worth it. Absolutely. It is definitely not easy, but like you said, the reward is worth it at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I think that is a perfect note to end on. So thank you so much for being here, Garen. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for talking about the different ways that we can blend our life and our business together. So if anybody wants to connect with you, where should they go? Um, I am mostly on Instagram. I would love to connect with everybody. Um, My Instagram handle is garen.dem. And I am mostly there. I I do a lot of value there um, and a lot of lives. I share a lot of um, value and would love a lot of feedback as well. 
amazing. Go say hi to Garen on Instagram. And just thank you again so much for being here. It was so great to speak with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Behind Their Business podcast with me, Steph Blake of the Blake Collective, which is a female-led company focused on helping online entrepreneurs start and scale their own businesses. If you or someone you know would make a great guest for the show, we would love to interview you. Visit our website at behindtheirbusiness.com to submit a short application and learn more about the show and how you can support our mission. If you enjoyed the show, we would love for you to share it with a friend or a loved one too. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thank you again for listening to the Behind Their Business podcast.